information to help you run your business better and improve your marketing campaigns. My name is Hank Hoffmeyer, and thank you for joining me on Hank's Marketing and Business Tips. Welcome to episode 264 of the HMBT podcast. I have a special guest today, someone that I should have had on the show long time ago, but I feel like he's got more energy than me and we probably would just blow up the, your podcast player and just would not be able to handle all of the energy. But today I'm joined by Larry Long Jr. He is the director of collegiate sales at Teamworks and also the founder of the Midweek Midday Motivational Minute. Check that out if you get a chance. You won't be disappointed. I see it on LinkedIn all the time. Larry, I appreciate you joining me today. It's such a pleasure. I know we met each other a few years ago. We've stayed in touch uh, in person before the pandemic. We've gotten together at some networking events. You bought me dinner one night. Never forget that. I think it was the first night we ever met. And then from then on, we've been back and forth on LinkedIn and whatever other channels that we communicate on. I appreciate you joining me today. Hank, it's my pleasure to be here. I got to tell you, you are one of the first people to ever get midweek, midday, motivational minute correct. Most people, they flub it up. Oh, that little mid, that mid something that you do. Yeah, <laughs> so you got to slow you. down your pronunciation. And I think you should change it to M, M cubed. I don't know if anybody ever told you that. I love it. I'm going to have to write that down. Plus, you got my name right. Most people, it's just LL, but you got the Larry Long Jr. And I'm very particular about the junior, but I love it. Oh, great start. Great to be here. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful to have you here. And I know you you talk about a lot of things, especially in your M cubed. Uh, you're always talking about relationships, sales, leadership, motivation, inspiration, and just passion. I think we have a lot in common, especially when it, we talk about loving what you do, have a passion for helping others, just getting excited about whatever it is you do, even if it's in sales, we're not going to hold that against folks, uh, because you do need to sell uh, to make a profit. And you could be a salesperson, or you could be a business owner or marketer, but you're still doing sales. I wanted to bring you on today. And, and pretty much I'm going to let you hijack the show, kind of do your show on my show, and just talk about some things that you feel like my audience should hear about, get them fired up to do something. Because before the new year, after the new year, I've been pushing everybody to do more, make goals and crickets. Nobody's saying, hey, I have these great goals or I'm, I'm on track to my goals. But I think you're going to be able to hold people accountable, just fire people up and just hijack the show and just start spinning some words of wisdom for me. Oh, man, you're far too kind, Hank. I mean, it is. It's one of those things where any day that ends in Y is a great day. And if if you as a listener are listening to this, if you don't agree with it, ain't nobody got time for that. I can't mess with you. I can't, I, I can't be around you. I think Jim Rohn said you're the, the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I like to spend my time with people like Hank that are about something. They enjoy what they do. They find what they're passionate about and they commit to it. And, and they, they just exude this, 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 it's this feeling of, hey, they're, they're, they're following their path and they're doing it and they're doing it well. They're helping others along the way. So I just encourage you, you don't need to wait until January 1st, 2022. <laughs> you can work on whatever day is today. If, if it ends in Y, Start today. A streak starts at one. I learned that from uh, from Chip Eichelberger, who is a professional speaker, motivational. A streak starts with one. Start today. So number one, you got to figure out what is your passion? 
What is your why? What is your goal? And why are you pursuing that? And then you got to map it out, essentially document it, and then go get it. I mean, there, there's, a, there's a book, there's a song called Go Get It, Go Getter. Uh, <laughs> but I love a go-giver. I got that book back here as well. Be a go-getter and a go-giver. And Hank, I got to call you to task. Everyone is in sales, whether you know it or not, even if you don't have the title of sales, you're in sales. I mean, I've got two kids. I got an 11 year old son, seven year old daughter. I'm selling every morning to get them out of bed. Hey, we got to hit the books. Let's go. I went, and, and it's all about perception. When I think about sales, I think we're playing matchmaker. We're matching or it could be a product. Love, it could be a yeah. service. It could be a thought or an idea. We're matching it with someone else's needs, their wants, desires, challenges, hopes, dreams, aspirations. And I got to give credit where credit is due. Thank you, Mr. James Sill. I love that definition. I know he stole it from someone else, but I always like to give credit. But essentially, if you look at it like a matchmaker, and I, I just went to my, my dentist, and before that, I went to my doctor. It's like the doctor. When you go in there, hey, Larry, what brings you to us today? And they listen. It's my shoulder, doc. And it's just like in sales. If he says, okay, your shoulder, well, let's go ahead and give you ankle surgery tomorrow. No, doc, I don't think you heard me. Can you hear me now? Are you <laughs> listening? It's the same thing. You've got to ask the question and then you have to shh, hush and listen and figure out how can you make that match. And if you can't make that match, it's okay. You can part ways as friends. Hey, I might not be able to do shoulder surgery, but I know someone who does. So that, that's what's on my mind right now, Hank. Right. A couple of things to unpack. You, know, you, you spoke about looking at people that are successful and, and hanging out with successful people. I feel like there's too many people that'll look at someone or look at something like somebody's house. Oh my God, how do they afford that house? Where'd they get all that money? That's not fair. Where they should be analyzing and maybe go knock on the door and say, hey, I was wondering how you've become so successful and you can afford this house. Maybe they'll tell you a little bit of a story. Well, it started out, you know, I went and became educated and, and read books on XYZ, started my own company. And that's why I am where I am now. I don't know the name of the, the guy on TikTok, but that he basically goes up to these, these mansions, right? He knocks on a door. He'll be like, sorry to bother you. You have such a gorgeous house. I love what you did with whatever. What, what do you do for a living? I just want to know how you can afford this house. And they'll say like, I'm a doctor or, you know, I own a yoga studio or whatever it is. I've always wondered that growing up, you know, before you had to work for a living and make money, be responsible. I've always looked at houses and say, oh my God, how can people afford that? And, and this guy's doing this. And I was like, oh my God, it's like my questions from when I was a teenager are answered. <laughs> I love it. One thing I want to add to that. I love it. Hearing everyone's story and learning because success leaves clues. Thank you, Mr. Steve Noodleberg for that one. I know you got it from someone, but I got it from you. But essentially making sure that you chart your own path to what's going to make you happy and going to make you feel fulfilled. Because I look right. back, I've had some jobs that were paying me money. It was like, oh, I'm rich. Not exactly, but uh, I wasn't fulfilled. I would go in and I was grumpy. I was angry. I was wondering what in the world am I doing with my life? And some of the best times haven't necessarily been the most financially rewarding. And I think that's the, the creme de la creme. If you can find your passion and really what gets you excited and you can find a way to make a, a comfortable living, whoo, that's the American dream. Right. But essentially I encourage you to chase your passion 
and not get stuck in a place where you're just there for the money because I, I can I can't speak for anyone else. For me, the money will only get you so far. That, that's a great point. You don't want to go knock on somebody's door or find somebody that's wearing, you know, a $3,000 suit and say, what do you do for a living? Well, I sell whoopee cushions that actually smell like farts. You know, maybe you don't want to get into that type of manufacturing, but you can learn from that person's mistakes and their successes to help you start run or develop your business better. That's what it comes down to yeah. when you're picking the crowd you want to hang out with or your mentors or whatever it is, is look at their successful traits and how they've made mistakes and learned from them. This way, if they make the mistake, you don't have to do the same thing. But I love how you said, do what you love. Uh, it's like, I have another hat. I'm not wearing it today. It says work a frolic. It's because I work when I need to and play when I want to. Sometimes something will come up at night and I have to do it. But other times I might have an appointment that's personal in the morning and I need to go to that. Pretty much I do what I want to whenever I want to, but you can't be lazy. You can't just say, I only want to work 10% of the day. And then the rest of the day, I'm just going to go lay on a beach and drink margaritas because success doesn't breathe that way. Uh, right. I love the energy that you're bringing to this conversation. And you were talking about, you know, everybody selling. I love the matchmaking because I think too many people treat sales like a number. And you mentioned something very important. Maybe there's not that fit, but what's interesting is I've worked with people in the past that wanted to look at, you know, an email marketing product, you know, like eye contact, and it's not a good fit for them, but they were so impressed with how I handled the discussion. And I out, not, not out, sold them, sold them out of the product in a way, because I just said, it's not a great fit, but Hey, this other company might be a good fit. They've actually recommended people to me, in, you know, down the road because the people they knew were a good fit. I love it. I love it. And essentially, if you are genuine, if you are caring and you show people through your actions that you really care about their best interests, for the most part, people like to work with and like to refer people that they know, people that they like, and people that they trust. So if you're able to build that relationship and, and relationships are key. If you look at it, and I learned this from Steve Noodleberg as well, the difference between contacts, people you know, and contracts, people you do business with is the letter R. And that letter R is relationships. It's right. true, genuine relationships. It's not what you know, Hank, and it's not even who you know, but it's who knows you and who trusts you and who believes in you that really makes things roll. Hey, sky's the limit. Right. And I think what's funny is I know there's so many people that talk down about people that do conference speaking. And I, I'm a conference speaker. Some marketers will say there, there's no lead generation there, but I believe it builds brand equity, brand trust, and, and it starts a relationship with someone if you do it right. You know, provide a resource and a way for people to stay in touch with you. In other words, everyone in my LinkedIn uh, network, I, I get to know personally. In other words, I go to a conference, somebody sends me an unpersonalized note, just says, hey, I want to connect with you. I don't accept it. I actually have a reply and I reply, I'll say, hey, I have this weird rule where I only connect with people I've met digitally or in person. Uh, so can you tell me why you connected with me? And I wanna make sure I'm protecting my network as well as protecting our relationship. So I look forward to hearing from you. And if they reply, I book a call with them on Zoom and I get to know them and then I connect with them. I only get about a 40% response. And there's those <laughs> a few times where I've gotten, thanks for connecting with me. Here's my sales pitch. And, and it's because they're not paying attention to what's going on. Yep. I like to develop a strong network on LinkedIn because 
when I see like your content, I want to engage with it. I met Larry years ago. He bought me dinner. Um, we've met a few other times, you know, baseball game, this, that here, there. I want to remember how we met or how we have that relationship. And I feel like that that pushes me to engage with your content more. Whereas if you're just Joe Smith and I don't, don't even know where you're from and really what you do because it, your, your bio and your about me is kind of vague, I'm not going to engage with you. It's all about the KLT. It's all about that relationship. And I don't think enough people put enough emphasis on that. Uh, I think people are all about the numbers and, and money, right? And growing numbers, like fans, uh, followers, subscribers, network numbers. I think you should tailor down and have a tighter circle in everything you're doing and just put more quality into it. So true. And you talk about the engagement and the true legitimate engagement, having an engaged relationship versus just uh, kind of a spray and pray. And uh, when you talk about conference speaking, there's no lead generation. There's plenty of lead generation. Every time you plant that seed on a relationship, you open up the opportunity. And even if it doesn't lead the business, if you're able to sow into someone else, if you're able to make deposits, which you are, and you keep making deposits and you keep building up that bank of deposits, believe you me, at some point, cha-ching, you're able to go in and make those withdrawals. It might not be short-term and we live right. in a microwave society. I want it now. Right. I want it quick. No, you got to go ahead. This is the crock pot. You got to let that thing simmer. You got to let it marinate. <laughs> Man, were your ears ringing today or were you on my webinar earlier today? I actually have a slide for email marketing that talks about the bank analogy. You want to provide value. In other words, you want to keep making deposits via value in your email marketing and don't ask for the sale and don't be pushing your sale. And it's kind of like Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Jab, 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 Right Hook. Value, 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 withdrawal. Because if you keep making withdrawals, you're going to overdraft your, your, your bank account or your campaigns. And nobody's going to know, like, and trust. Well, they'll know you for being a spammer. And they won't like you because they're sending too many emails. And they won't trust you because they feel like you're just trying to sell and not develop a relationship. Maybe you will buy something, but then they're gone afterwards. Love that analogy. Sounds like we're just on the same, same wavelength here uh, today. And I'm so glad to have you on. One thing I want to ask you about, because I feel like you naturally do this, is I want to talk about leadership because you just lead by example. It doesn't matter whether you are a regular employee, a manager, a director. You are a director, but you don't have to be a director to be a leader. And you know what's going to happen is we're not going to get into that right now because we're coming up on time. And what I want to do is tease you because I know Larry's going to have something awesome to say about leadership. And you'll have to tune in next week to catch that episode because it's going to be so awesome. But folks, if, if um, you want to catch previous episodes, go to hankhoffmeyer.com slash Alexa. I'm on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, and of course, YouTube. You can see Larry and I smiling, laughing, cutting it up and uh, see what we're doing on camera, if you're just listening. But Larry, if folks wanted to connect with you, start a relationship with you, develop KLT with you, how do they do that? Yeah, go ahead and find me on LinkedIn, reference that you heard about me on Hank's podcast, and uh, you can't miss me. Larry Long Jr., I got the smile for a mile, I got the face for radio. Uh, there's no doubt, no diggity, no doubt who I am. So I look forward to getting to know you and hopefully adding some value.
All right, guys, until next week, I hope you stay tuned. And until then, make more deposits than withdrawals. Love it. Thank you, Hank.